fucking hit me, Harold. Just fucking hit me. Just your luck. I can't think of a better person. All right, so this is DJ Catanova, no longer doing over-the-phone interviews. I'm actually in San Francisco now. Thank you, Bay Area, for welcoming me back. And what part of San Francisco are we in right now? We are in the Parkside section of the Sunset District. The Sunset District of San Francisco. And I'm sitting in the living room of critically acclaimed San Francisco band, Hit Me Harold. How are you guys doing? Doing well. (laughs) Not too bad. You want to introduce yourselves, who I got to my left? Uh, I'm Chris, or Tofu. I was like, oh, Tofu. <laughs> <laughs> to my right. Uh, my name is Jack. Max. And you guys make up Hit Me Harold. We do. So, first question. For the people who don't know, how many people make up Hit Me Harold? Just you three. Yep. Just us three. Just three of us. Yeah. We've had friends do, like, drunken birthday guest slots, like, vocally before. Has it only just been you three? Or have you kicked members out? No, as we're trying to kick Jack out. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to make it shorter. I actually started that initiative of trying to get Jack kicked out. Um, no, yeah, it's yeah, Hit Me Harold has just been us three. And where are you guys originally from? Yeah. La Mirada. Southern. From where? Yeah, Southern California. Oh, okay. I'm La like, Mirada, yeah. Are you all from Southern Cal? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, for some reason, I thought, I know you were from SoCal. I think I don't know you were from SoCal. Yeah, I've known I've known Max since kindergarten. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit. So what brought you guys up here? School. Yeah, yeah. We we all ended up going to. Uh, I mean, Max and I went to San Francisco State together, but uh, Tofu is still current. You're yeah, still, still enrolled, in right? right now, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at Academy of Art. Yeah, I met the. Yeah, they've known each other forever, and then I met them uh, when I was like nine. Oh, yeah. so like middle school. No, actually, like fourth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, so elementary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, met them when when my family moved over. Oh, nice. Yeah. I know where the name Hit Me Harold comes from, but I need you to tell San Francisco for everybody that doesn't know, because this name comes from one of my favorite shows that I'm very sad that a lot of people don't know about, because it's fucking awesome. I'm surprised <laughs> that more people don't, yeah, know about it. It's actually funny answering, the, we got in trouble one time, <laughs> we got in trouble one time answering this question, because it got taken a little bit too, to heart. Uh, because of the scene? Yeah, because of, yeah, we had to, anyway, uh, so... The Whitest Kids You Know. Yes. X show on Fuse. Um, there is a skit called The Perfect Relationship. <laughs> and a couple, a very clearly dysfunctional couple, is uh, fighting over the, the husband thinking he has the, the right to write a book called The Perfect Relationship. And as soon as he flips out on the wife for criticizing him, she says... You know what? Just fucking hit me, Harold. <laughs> fucking hit me. Uh, and yeah, and they get in a fight after. But we got interviewed once in the Pacific Northwest, and like the immediate question after was like, "Oh, so, but do you do you denounce like domestic abuse?" I'm like, "Yeah, abs, <laughs> yes, like, duh, absolutely." And then she, and then and then they asked, you know, uh, would you ever write a song about? Domestic abuse? Yeah, about like how it's like not a, a cool I'm thing. Like, I was like, I don't, really, I don't really feel like that's my place. 
to do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, never been a victim of or witnessed it. And so, like, not not a super salient part of our lives, I don't think. Um, but that, that that was, like, very... That's a weird question to ask. Yeah, it was like, super, it, super, it was super discombobulated. I was like, what? Super discombobulating. <laughs> so, <laughs> before you guys settled on a name, how did, did you come up with other names first? Yeah, Jack had a name in mind that me and Tofu weren't really feeling. He what was it? I got vetoed. Sent for you yesterday. Sent for you yesterday? Yeah, I saw a book title. That it's not I terrible. Was two yeah. thumbs down. Two thumbs down, <laughs> apparently. So we're, we're stuck with Hitme Herald now. So what was the scene like? Were you guys like in the living room watching fucking Whitest Kids and that came on and you was like, that's the fucking name of the band. For some reason, it's solidified in my mind as Josh being. Yeah, my brother was like, I mean, you know, we say that all the time. We quote things like 50% of the time that we're talking, we're just quoting something like when people are around us that don't know us, they're like, what the fuck? You <laughs> and so, you know, just randomly just fucking hit me, Harold. And, and my brother was like, that's the band name. Like, yeah, that, that, that's where you go. We had like one of our first shows like on the horizon and we didn't have a band name. Yeah. And yeah, that worked out. And honestly, it hasn't treated us. No, I fucking love the name. It's it was either that or anal beads on fire. Oh please, <laughs> anal beads on fire. So we had to choose. It was like I'm glad that you didn't go with that. <laughs> Who came up with that one? Uh, yeah, it was. Did you? <laughs> uh, like now, I'm like actually picturing like someone pulling anal beads out of someone's ass mm. while they're on fire. Not a graceful. Man, I hope uh, you're picturing tofu. <laughs> He's like, we're like, I can picture you guys like on stage. It's like, oh, what's your band's name? And then like, Tofu pulls his pants down. He's <laughs> like, we're anal bees on fire. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, this band was pretty cool though. Like, they kind of went zero to 100 real quick, but like, it was fun. We'd have some good merchandise. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Personalized, used anal beads. Charred. Oh, uh, charred anal beads. Oh my fucking god. So. Funny story. I actually met Hit Me Harold back in 2017 on Baker Beach, was it? Yeah, it was Baker, Baker Beach. Baker Beach when I offered Jack some fucking Mike's Hard lemonades as the alcoholic that I am just at the beach drinking Mike's Hard because I'm a fucking badass. And yeah, and then I think you guys had a show in like a week or something and like invited me out and fucking from then. Do you remember where the show was? I do. It was the fucking... Brick and mortar, right? No, it was the beach, the fucking cave. Oh, oh wow. I don't even know the name of that shit. And the cops came and shut it down. Yeah, Citro oh, Bat... Citro, yeah. Was, was, that, that was that in the cave yeah. or was that... Uh, no, it was hard. in the fucking cave. It was like okay. Okay. Yeah. deep in the cave and, and I went there. Shut, it got shut down? Yeah, the cops yeah, came. It was, that, it was that one. Well, because mm -hmm. I remember the one that got shut down and then we ended up moving to... Jetnex. Did that? Yeah, we moved it to. Did the show bar. get moved? That was that, a Halloween. I don't know. I left because it was fucking cold as shit. That's true. It, it yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Unless you're inside the cave at all times. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking cold. The cops was like, "All right, you guys gotta get out." I was like, "Oh my god, it is fucking cold mm. out here." <laughs> no, because we've been we've been shut down. I think just twice there. I don't even remember. I think once. I thought it was. Just I thought once. it was just the once, and we we moved it. Yeah. That was one of my favorite shows ever because. I had just moved to fucking when California, they, and it's like, oh, yeah, come to our show. It's like, all right, it's like, oh, it's in these caves. I'm like, what the fuck? And I go to a cave, and I'm like, holy shit, it's really in the yeah. cave. Like, okay. No, when they work, they work 
like wonderfully. Yeah, no, it was so awesome. The fucking fun. lights, it was like fucking. That was for anybody that doesn't know. If you Google Sutro Bathhouse, I think the caves should come up and just picture. All you'll see is a cave, but then picture like what, like fucking. This is pre-corona, so it was like forty people fucking packed in a cave. It looks like a music. Mic, it looks like a micro cave rave. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Depending on the music that happens, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And one of my favorite songs of you guys is "Morning Naps." Which which one of you wrote that song? That one. You did. Yeah. So, is "Morning Naps" uh, like a song actually about taking morning naps, or is it a metaphor to something else? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say it's a metaphor, but that actually happened. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, it, it was about like you know high school, so you know definitely I played soccer, and so I had to wake up extra early for zero period and run a lot, and so when I was in class, I yeah, it was just yeah taking Take morning naps. Oh, morning so naps. taking morning naps while in class. Yeah, I, I was guess. Because so. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if you're in school, you can't really nap. So it would have to be during whatever period you was in. Mm-hmm. What's some of the lyrics? Because it's like, I wish oh, you guys man. had the lyrics written down somewhere. Because I'm like one of those people that every time I hear a song, the first thing I do is like Google the lyrics. And I'm like, I don't want to be singing the song wrong. And then later on, I'm like, oh, that's not what they said. I, I just dig, I dig into songs up. for like, I get scared of that sometimes because I'll be listening to a song for like years and never look up the lyrics. But then I'm scared to because it's like, I don't even care what they actually are. Like, I like my <laughs> lyrics better. <laughs> I'm married to these. It was like when T-Pain came out and said that the word uh, during Buy You a Drink, that mm-hmm. like. After the, like, during the hook, where it's like, ooh, ooh I'm going to take you. That part. Mm-hmm. He, he tweeted, Flexed like, there's actually, wor- like, the words are, and then. Like, that's what he's saying during that part. And everybody was like, no. Like, you waited too long. Like, we've been <laughs> saying, ooh, wee, you for 10 years now. Like, I didn't know that yeah. until you said it right now. Seriously. And then like, it was like, I, I legitimately don't care what you say about this. Like, now I have to go back and listen to it. That's I'm it. Like, oh, shit. What the fuck? So now it's 2020. Last year, you guys released your debut EP titled Jabron Lames, which we found out when you take one letter and switch it with the other word, it's called a what? A spoonerism. A spoonerism. Did you figure out who came up with that? Figure out who came up with the, the spoon? The term, yeah. The t- uh, I can look it up again. It, it Spooner was the last name of, of, the guy. of the person who I guess is credited with like identifying it. Actually, the the one thing I remember too from looking at it is that um, when you switch like the the sounds at the front, there's it's called meta called meta something, and that's like not an issue, but like when just when it happens randomly, when it's done with humor, mm-hmm. when it ends up being funny, that's, that's when a spoonerism. it's a spoonerism. That's when it's like more intentional. All right, before you settled on that, did you have another name for the band? Oh, not for the band, but for the album. Oh, for the record. For the record, we had the Center for Wooden Boats. Who came up with that? It was just yeah. That was all of us. Just I mean, we just liked that we drove. That's a that's an actual place in in Washington, Um, a city in Seattle. No, it's a it's It's it is a center for wooden boats. There's two of them. It's a yeah. There's there's two. There's a building. We used it as like a landmark to know where to park because we we went to go to the is it the gas gas works gas works yeah gas works in in Seattle and um. Like, we parked yeah, right next. Yeah, to we it. we parked our car, and we were and there was like you know free parking. It was close to where we wanted to go. It was like oh this is great. And we were walking and there was a building and it was littered with boats, and it said 
in big letters, the Center for Wooden Boats. And like, A, that's fantastic. B, let's remember this because this is where we should go next. And then we used that to find our parking spot the most recent time. We were there last summer. So why did it get X as a the album name? I think it got X because we heard Jabron Lambs and we were like, that's better. <laughs> and then also I ended up just using that for one of the songs on the record. Uh, anyway, okay. so it lives. All right. And then we have we have a homie uh, USF Aaron who's who's from Seattle and, and um, oh yeah he likes our music a lot and he's got some <laughs> friends up there that listen to us and they were all super fucking stoked about the song because they actually went to the center for wooden boats I guess you could take like classes like rowing classes or something and like they were a part of the center for wooden boats is it the band Seattle Rocks. No, there's because uh, you played with them before, if you remember. Fuck, I don't. Remember. At a house party in Oakland that I went to. See, I went to like all your fucking shows. Y'all don't remember that? I, I don't remember, remember going to all our shows, but it's just we don't remember <laughs> shows that we played. It's just like, yes, no, you're good. Okay, thumbs up. Remember that. Fantastic. But yeah, because I remember the band from Seattle called Seattle Rocks. I had their sticker on my computer, and I used to I used to live in Washington State, not Seattle, but I lived in really? t- yeah for three years. But that was my first time out of home. When I joined the Army when I was 21 years old, they shipped me off to fucking Washington State. I lived in Tacoma. I lived in Puyallup. And I lived in Lakewood, which wow. is all like 40 minutes from Seattle. Yeah. But every fucking weekend, my ass would be right up in Seattle going to fucking Pike's Place and walking up and down all over the place. Sure. Going to uh, Space Needle all the time. I really, I, I really like Washington in general. I we're, love we're Washington. We're big fans of Bellingham. Bellingham, uh, I Bellingham, met a band there. Bellingham, Bellingham fucks. Yeah, sick. that place is really cool. But Bellingham, Washington is nice. I actually seen, I flew to Seattle and then drove to Bellingham to see Chastity Belt play. Oh, cool. Oh, dope. Like, literally, I tweeted uh, Julia and was like, what are the chances if I fly out there that you guys would sign my records and take a photo with me? And I was like, pretty damn good. And right after that conversation, I bought a fucking flight and just, like, went straight over there. That's awesome. And then, like, met them. And I met another band from Bellingham called uh, The Wednesdays. I interviewed them like a while back, but they are pretty fucking dope too. So I'll go to Seattle to go see them and hang out with them and stuff like that. That's killer. Where did you see Chastity Belt? Uh, it's a fucking huge university in Bellingham. I don't remember the name of it though. It's Western Washington? Yes, Western Washington. And then I've seen them. I've seen them play a Do few you just times. just have that on <laughs> lock? Like, he, he's like, guillotine eyes. Yeah, Western Washington. <laughs> And so you guys just recently released a single titled Dude, which I'm a fan of. It's a different style from what you guys usually play. Uh, do you foresee yourself going in this direction with a different sound? Or was something you guys wanted to play around with? I mean, we do have like a, a bunch of new songs writ- written and in the process of like just kind of ironing out kinks. Um, I don't think we've ever gone like in a direction per se. That happened. Um, <laughs> cool. And thank you for liking it. I, yeah, no, I like that. I was we, like, oh, this is a different sound. Yeah, no, we like the song. I, yeah, we've never, like, decided really to, like, sound... Different? <laughs> yeah, to sound different or sound a certain way. At least what was interesting for me with that one is that's probably the... At least with a song that I wrote, or, like, at least lyrics-wise and stuff, that's the most time that I've spent actually building it with all three of us. Usually it comes to the band... As, like, this is the song, let's learn the song. Maybe some th- stuff will show up um, as it goes, especially, like, with drums. Drums are always a big deciding factor in, like, in how things turn out, uh, at least with our stuff. But that song, like, straight up wasn't done when I brought it to Max. Mm-hmm. And so 
when I yeah when I brought it to to Max and Tofu and so that one definitely spent the most time just like getting constructed with all three of us. All right. um, so yeah, I suppose if it sounds particularly different, it, it maybe that's the reason. Probably the reason why. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, this sounds very different from what I'm used to hearing uh, Hitman Harold put out, mm. but I liked it a lot. Thank you. So that's a good thing. And what is something you all hope? to accomplish as Hit Me Harold. Assuming COVID will dissipate in the near future, like, do you feel like, and uh, you, uh, Max, you said you just got a full-time job. Like, you'd be like, you know what? Once COVID is done and you guys could like tour, would you be like, you know what? I want to do this music shit full-time. Fuck this job. Fuck school. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think for us, like playing music as a band has always been a little bit different than like, most people that are in a band um that that we know at least and like that are that's around san francisco um it's like we've known each other for a very long time and then uh jack and tova play music growing up like they've they've been in bands and, and doing stuff for a while but i've really only like this is the only band that i've been in um it's like i started playing drums with my brother um and doing blink One Eight Two covers and then you know jack has played guitar and, and Tova plays everything. Tova played drums, uh, growing up a lot. And so he, he's kind of the utility man. And, and so we just started playing together and then, uh, it, it's, it's just an extension of like shit we do together. And the touring has been cool. I feel like when we did it, when we were like 19, it was a little, a little more carefree and like <laughs> a lot more fun. And then we went out, uh, last summer and it's a lot different, like being a little, a little bit, bit older. older. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> um, Definitely something like I'm. I would like to do it, you know, for the rest of my life, but not full time for sure. What if like some label was like, "Hey, I want to sign you guys. Quit your job, well, drop out of school." Or are you gonna be like, "Ah, oh, no, this is more like," or are you gonna be like, "No, fuck yeah, let's do it." If I if I was handed it on like a silver platter, I would let's give it a go. Absolutely. I found out on the last tour that like my my gas tank for doing that is fucking limited. Um, <laughs> I don't see myself as someone who could do that all the time, but if if, if someone for some opportunity for some reason was like, "Hey, you should do this all the time," let's give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. But I do very much like I work in childcare at the moment. Like that's awesome. So like I I wouldn't want to give that up either. But like Max said, an extension of just like us hanging out, just playing music. So I'm happy to do it for as long as it's around. All right. Yeah. What about you, Tuffle? <laughs> I think I think right now we're just. I mean. For me, I would just want Hit Me Harold to come out with, you know, just record an album and, and come out with that. And I think that's, you know, what we can focus on right now, you know. The next album you guys put out, it has to be on vinyl. Like, I need you guys to put it on vinyl Exclusive. so I can have you sign it. Wait, you guys want to know something, actually? Like, this vinyl sales have gone up, like, oh, like shit immensely. Like, yeah. way more than CDs or anything like that. Yeah, it's like, a, so it's like a right huge vinyl community. Yeah. Yeah. CDs yeah. are but dead. dead. CDs are dead. It's it, dude. We gotta go back to CD ROMs. <laughs> put in, put in one song, one song on a floppy disk. <laughs> you know, and that's that'll it. be very that's hard. Yeah. That's way cooler, actually. Let's put the whole record out on 
Then you have, to buy, you have to buy. You have to buy like an old school computer to yeah, yeah, like, play it. This is exclusive, completely unlistenable, <laughs> unless you have like a computer from 1995. You're like, yeah, we got this exclusive. It's like floppy disk. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, if you really want to hear it, you know, fuck. Yeah. yeah, some some hipsters, especially if you go to Portland or Seattle, somebody will fucking have a floppy. Like, I'll buy one. I'll buy yeah. a fucking two. You have to contact. You have to contact your creepy <laughs> uncle who still has an eight track. It's like, can I use your computer? It's like, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Don't touch my computer. <laughs> yeah, you said something that we want to accomplish. I think my accomplishment is not take three years again for. for oh, uh, look yeah, at that tofu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. Oh, it was like looking at tofu. Like just, I don't want to. I mean, take yeah, that. just in general, like just trying to. So we got till twenty twenty two. Yeah, no, we got we got. <laughs> I was about to say we got lucky with COVID. <laughs> that that probably is a little bit sour to say, but we've been lucky that we live together in this house to where we've put the most work in very fast on a lot of songs. Okay. Um, and so that's cool. So once we're decided that we have the body of work that we want, I would hope that we're like Max said a little bit quicker at this time around to pull the trigger and, um, get them tracked and then, uh, very hopefully get them out into the world because, I think the only thing that was like kind of strange, the, the main thing that was strange with Gibran Lames was that we'd been playing that record as our live set for like, I mean, yeah. Three years? Three, yeah, essentially three. And then it came out and like, it was great to have it out in the world, but like it wasn't a new yeah, record yeah, to yeah, us. Like, like that was just like, here's what we've been doing <laughs> in front of you for the last like forever. Mm-hmm. It's just now is recorded. Um, now hopefully we can re-enter the world with like you haven't heard these yet we've been working on them here they are and then we can go play the play Has COVID actually sparked like a creative bug in you guys? Like since you had to be quarantined and at home, do you think you've been more progressive being at home, like I, making music or writing music? I don't think we would have yeah. written as much. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely writing more. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, hopefully we can. I mean, I was thinking we were thinking about recording with uh, you know friends and stuff like that. But I mean, at this point, the way COVID, you know, with, with everything is going, I mean, might as well just record at home. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like. Fuck it. Some bedroom pop tunes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm super stoked on Billy Eilish that shit. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 very excited with the stuff that Max and Tofu have have brought so far. I am relatively happy with the stuff that I've brought to the table too, but it's really it's, it's it's really fun hearing uh So do you think so far. you guys will have a new project out? By no timelines, no, no timelines. Oh, okay, no idea. Probably sometime next no year. No promises. Yeah, year. no promises. Yeah, that's that's better. <laughs> it's like sometime. I would, I would be incredibly happy if next year. That would be good. It yes. came out. That would be like. Because then you can kind of put it on like a two-year thing. Because Jabron Lames came out 2019, yeah. and then 
the next one will come out 2021. So you get like, yeah. like right, two years is like, and what's the, the CEO of Spotify said that artists can't just make music every three years, even though he was, he said it in a dickhead way. It's mm. like, like as if uh, perfecting your craft is like some fucking, just something that somebody makes. And it's like easy. Yeah. Like music isn't something that you just fucking make in a manufacturer and fucking warehouse and you just put it out. Like this is something that you guys are invested in. You spend your time in. And it's like, you're actually living your lives, and that's where you get influences. Like you said, you were in Seattle, and you saw the fucking name of a, a boat thing, and it's like, you know what? I'm going to save that for something else. It's something you don't want to just put out there. So so was he saying it like artists should put out music more often? Yeah. So he was pretty much because of COVID, he was like, oh, if you guys want to get paid more, you need to be producing more music more frequently. <sighs> Yeah, so, I mean, um, unless you're, he can get paid more. Yeah, yeah pretty I mean, essentially. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the way that Spotify is, you know, giving giving money to artists. I mean, they need to put out a new song every other hour, you know, <laughs> to make a Seriously. living. It's like, oh, well, I'm in the, I was in the bathroom and I wrote the song. I'm putting it out right now. I mean, and those rules, those Save rules, those, those rules only apply to people <laughs> who aren't getting, you know, millions and millions, millions of streams. Plays, you know, because you know, if if you're the number one artist in in punk or hip hop or R and B, like if you if you put out a record every three years, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, because everyone's everybody, literally everybody's gonna listen to it. And so, I mean, you know, Spotify streams and stuff. That's that's all cool. It's great to see people listening to your music. But I feel like we've always been a live band anyway. So we're very much looking forward to just playing shows so again. Fun. And if we can have the music there to like show people, you know, if they enjoy a show, that's great. Here you can listen to this on the side as well. On a floppy disk. On a floppy <laughs> disk, you know, <laughs> pop this into your, pop this into your disk drive. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, no. Otherwise, it's just more of like a concrete setting of what our band actually is, which is people who like playing, just to other people. All right, nice. But the only upside of this year, though, actually, is that there's just so much music that came out. Like, it, there's been some insane good yeah. amount of music that came out this year, and like, it's just incredible. Yeah. That like. I mean, yeah. So, who would you say are your biggest influences that led you guys to start making music? So, like, individually. Like, who was someone you listened to, Tofu, when you were growing up and you was like, you know what? I love the way this person makes music. Like, not necessarily that you want to be like him, but you maybe wanted to play with them or be better than them. Oh, I mean, it was like Linkin Park and Blink-182. Like, those two bands. Like I forget you guys are like seven years younger than me so like <laughs> that's like even though i did listen to those people blink 182 was like one of my favorite i used to listen to my chemical romance a lot Dude, too oh I yeah them too. My, chemical my chemical romance. romance oh my god yeah blink 182 lincoln park like all those bands just watching bands and being like i want to tour like that was the thing <laughs> it's like i just want to fucking tour and make music and you know now i mean now essentially you are doing it not right now because of covid yeah, but <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. what about you max yeah, I mean, I listened pretty much exclusively to Blink-182 growing up. Um, my old, I had two older brothers, and that's what they were super into. Um, my dad's favorite band is Iron Maiden, so I listened to that a lot. Um, and then a lot of Madonna from my mom. <laughs> what about you, Jack? Yeah, again, a, a disgusting amount of Blink-182 growing up. <laughs> um, that was why I started to play an instrument in the first place was... I listen to these songs all the time. They look really cool because I was a preteen boy, and it's Blink-182. Um, 
my dad is a huge Nirvana fan. I listened to their Unplug record like a million times over the course of my childhood. I'm, I'm still very much a worshiper of ABBA because of my mother. Um, ABBA's good. I love, love ABBA. Um, I, I guess like all the music that I grew up listening to and like watching videos of them playing live, it was always just something that was very definitely tapped into tapped into my narcissism was like that looks cool like they look very important right now like all those people are that just that looks great and so yeah i think just having music be such a big part of how i spent my time in general um since i was such a big time a big part of it um it was just something i wanted to yeah something i wanted to do all right we're going to get into a game soon, but before we do that, I was going to ask you guys, who are the top three artists that you're listening to right now? I've been listening to Smino, Diners, and Glocomora. Smino again, you said. And, <laughs> and Smino again. But Glocomora is probably my answer to my favorite band. All right. Oh, yeah. Smino, too. Yeah. I mean, is, fucking... what kind of music is Smino? I don't even know. It's like R&B and hip hop, like rap. Yeah. Was that what you was playing earlier? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay, okay. I've never heard of him. I have to listen to his music. So yeah, groovy. So good, dude. What about you, Max? Uh, always listening to this band called The Most from Connecticut. Uh, yeah. They got a new record coming out in a week. Oh, dude, very yes. excited for. Uh, they're, they're, um, they're like a jazz, math, fucking funk band. Rock and roll. Oh, my goodness. Um, they're super good. Um, and then I found this found this record on uh, Spotify by a band called Girlfriends. It's like the only thing they put out. Um, it's from 2009. It's it's really fucking cool. It's kind of noodly and uh, it's really really groovy. How did you come across them? <laughs> I don't know. It was Randomly. Just, you know, from from listening to whatever I listened to in the record playthrough, and then it starts playing. You know, similar stuff. Girlfriends. Um, they reminded me of Paper Days. Like, at least the rhythm, like, tempo. Paper days, rest in peace. Do you guys share music a lot? So, like, if you listen to something, you're like, oh, this fucking band, or this artist is dope. And you're like, hey, you, you should listen to this. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah, I told Jack about Smino. Tofu's put me on to pretty I, like, much, like, everything I've I listened told to Jack, the last, and then, like, like he didn't listen to me. And then, like, <laughs> a few weeks later, he's like, yeah, I've been sleeping. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you. But, I mean... Yeah, of course we. I mean, that's like the, like a, the epitome of our relationship is just sharing music. Like it's, that's like yeah. the best. Especially yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was a big thing too. With I mean, with how Hate Me Herald came about as well was all of us sharing and being very much into and going to shows together of bands that we found at the same time and just telling each other about it and then being in- incredibly excited about it together and going to shows like we yeah we spent a lot a lot of time going to different. You know, we went, you know, we were Met like, a girl last summer at Vans Warped Tour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah, we were like, you know, 14 yeah. going to Warped Tour together and stuff. And, and, um, and then other shows as we got older. And, but yeah, sharing, sharing music is a very big reason why we continue to play music with the same kind of like enthusiasm is because we hear bands together and we're like, we could fucking, we can do this. We should try that. Yeah. yeah my right. first ever concert was with Jack. We went to go see Papa Roach. Papa Roach. <laughs> I think we were Holy like 11, shit. 10 or 11. We were small, yeah, small we were beans. Children. The Grove at Anaheim. Yeah. That was, oh. uh, that's crazy. They had just put out Metamorphosis. I don't even know Papa Roach was still making music. I don't think they are any. Mm, Not anymore, I don't want to. I don't want to say that definitively. They might. They might still be like. I hope push, so. I hope they, they still might are. still be scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I hope they still are. But they were holding it down. 
So if you could tour, each of you individually, if you could tour in any city in the world, doesn't matter what country it is, what state, what, what city would you want to tour in or you would want to play for? Japan. Japan. Japan for sure. You dude. know Japan's a country, right? Oh, so, uh, Tokyo, 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 my bad. I'm fucking with uh, Japan. Yeah, Tokyo. The Let's city just say that. of Japan. <laughs> have you been to Japan before? No. Oh, yeah, actually, I have. But I was like maybe four or five. Oh, so okay. I don't really remember, remember anything. Yeah. But you just remember you went to tour there. I do want to tour there. I mean, just like the rock scene in, in Japan. I was going to say, I feel like they're. Uh, Fan base in Japan, like no matter what kind of fucking band you are, is like they just go they like hard. worship you. Yeah. yeah, they just go hard. I need. I think like they just you know, it's just like an appreciation for music. It's yeah, like, I don't give a fuck who you are, where you're from. You know, if I like your music, I fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. we we played we played with a band from Japan at the, at the Honey Hive, uh, Otonana Trio. Dude, Otonana Trio, shout out yeah, to them. Yeah, they were, they were fucking fucking they were amazing. Phenomenal. Such a such a fun band yeah. to watch play music. That was that was amazing. Yeah, and if and if you know music is anything like them in Japan, then yeah, and I mean it would be amazing to go tour there. What about you two? Tracy, California. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say um, what the hell? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> uh, if I could go anywhere. I would love to play music in Mexico. Um, city in Mexico? You don't know any cities. Mexico City is a city. Mexico City is a city. I suppose I would... I've only ever been to uh, Puerto Vallarta, and so I would guess I would guess that playing a show in, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico would All be right. very fun. And last but not least... <laughs> Anywhere in Europe, but uh, our homies spent a lot of time... Not a lot of time. Three months in Brussels. Oh, Brussels is pretty nice. Man. You've been? Yeah, I've been. Cool. I went there in August 2018. I actually went to a show. I forgot who the fuck I saw play, but it was like a very popular early 2000s band that was there. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing in Belgium? I was like, okay, cool. But it was pretty dope. It was like an outside show. I have to look it up and I'll tell you who it is. Did but you it was check great. out like the house music scene? When I go overseas, I usually go to museums a lot, believe it or not. Oh, I like yeah, I walk around and I just I go to sex museums. Yeah. <laughs> sex museum and torture museums. It's like really big in Europe. So like every time I touch down somewhere, I'm like, where's the sex museum? Where's the torture museum? Kill it. beads on fire. <laughs> museums just in Europe. Both <laughs> together. Nice. <laughs> What's the typical get down with a sex museum in terms of like are there like it, is it exhibit based? So it'll usually have things from action. like <laughs> live action from like the 1700s. So it'll show you like contraptions, like chastity belts, and like oh, they have fucking swings it's and like stuff. Like artifacts. Yeah. Wow. And it's like random shit. You're like, they used to use that. And they, I remember in Czech Republic, they had this contraption where it was for like children who couldn't stop masturbating. So it was like. Because, you know, they didn't have, like, outlets and stuff. <laughs> exactly. It was an electrical shock box that went from the parents' room with a cord that went all the way to little Timmy's room. And then, like, if they could hear him masturbate, they would just, like, press it and it would, like, <laughs> shock him. God. That was, like, something that I exclusively remember. And it was, like, <laughs> what the fuck? No. It's, like, are you in there jerking off again? And it's, like, No. And you like take God. take it off and put the electrical device on the cat, and the cat is like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is the cat screaming? I would have definitely been dead at age ten if I grew up in the seventeenth century, like fucking just this fried like chisel of a fucking dick by the end of it. 
It's like he was such a good boy, except for when he was alone. I mean, parents cut off like kids' balls so they can sing for you know. Yeah, that's true. Shit. So it's like, what a time to be alive. Exactly. So we're gonna do uh, some trivia. So I usually. Uh, use this uh, card deck called Pod Decks, and it's like, what the heck, and would you rather? But now that I'm back in the Bay, I have my other deck, and it's 80 Music Trivia. So, Max, you said you've been listening to 80s music pretty recently. 3.7, dude. I heard 80s. All right, so this is going to be mainly on you. I'm looking at you to, to carry the team, to be the Jabron Lames right now of 80s trivia. So, it is for all of you, obviously, but... so. Which British girl group covered the song Venus in 1986? Just heard this one. Is that like, I'm your Venus? Yes. I'll give you a hint. They also sang a song called uh, Cruel Summer. Give up? The Go-Go's. No, that's just like your go-to. It's Bananarama. Damn it, Bananarama. You knew that. You knew that. All right. What is the all-time biggest selling album with an estimated 110? Thrilling. It is. Oh, there <laughs> you go. That's, that's, that's one. Hold on. That's, that's one. That's one out of two. Woo. Which single by the police won a Grammy for Song of the Year in 1984? Roxanne. No. Fuck. That's a good guess, though. That's actually a really good guess. Do I know any other police songs? Um, this, you know this one. When I say it, you're gonna yeah, be pretty I'm bad. Yeah, pissed when you say it. Come on, whatever it is, whatever it is. Is it um? Whatever song you think, it just say it. Bottle? Or no, is that no? No, <laughs> message in a bottle was um. That's the police. That is. That yeah, message in the bottle. That's was the that the song? No, it's uh-huh. it's every breath you take. Oh, yeah, son Jesus of a bitch. Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what was that? So was message in a bottle? S-O-S? Yeah. That's, no, no, no. That's uh, the police. It was okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, in 1981, this is easy. Who's saying, don't stop believing? Don't stop. Jeremy. Yes, sir. So, that's two for four now. So, we're halfway. Batting half 500. Half. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying, girls just want to have fun and time after time? Cindy Lauper. There you go. Now, you're up now. I love Cindy Lauper. Which rock band released the best-selling album of 1987, Slippery When Wet? Best-selling rock album. Best-selling rock album. I think that kind of throws off. Is that the one that the song? Um... No, no, no. That's no. What? That's uh, that under pressure. Yeah, that's that Queen that's and cool. um. Ah oh, shit! It's Queen featuring Slipper, Slippery when what? Featuring Ooh. Vanilla Ice. No. <laughs> <laughs> he stole it. Featuring. Oh my God! He's gonna kill me. He he just passed away recently. Maybe three years. Bowie. Yes, it's Queen and Bowie is under pressure. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, best-selling rock album. I think it throws it off a little bit because it's rock, and I, for me personally, yeah. I don't really consider this band rock. Okay, interesting. It's like more like a soft rock, like pop rock ish. Slippery. Who is it? What? Bon Jovi. Oh. Oh. oh okay. I. They, I guess they would be in under the rock. Yeah, but it's like it's Bon like Jovi, classic. like Bon Jovi. You two. I'm like, I don't necessarily. I can't stand Bon Jovi. <laughs> two. I looked over there and I saw the thing. Police. I was like, Oh, you guys got a police, but it's not like the police, the band. It's oh, like. Oh yeah, no. It's it's like we don't. We don't. <laughs> Rock don't fuck with the police. Yeah. <laughs> like 12. <laughs> what band had a number one with the power ballad, I Want to Know What Love Is? I want to know, know what love is. 
is? What fucking band is that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll give you a hint. Jack is this. Australian? Well, close. Okay, so... A bitch? (laughs) He's Australian, so he's not a native to the States, which makes him a what? Oh, foreigner. Yes. Yes. I mean, that was... You held her hand. (laughs) What synth pop group sang West End Girls? Fucking love this song. It was on Grand Theft Auto V. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. (laughs) Yep, that song. Yeah, I know it's that song. I know the song, but I just don't know the... The the Eastern Boys and Western Girls. Are there any questions? Dude, Reese is gonna hate us. <laughs> Reese is gonna fucking hate us. Yeah. He loves this song. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the name of the band. Pet Shop Boys. Oh, fuck. So many so, bands. Oh, I'm gonna man. save this one for last. I got two more for you. Right. With what song did Culture Club have their only U.S. number one? Just fucking listen to this song too. <laughs> yeah, you. What you just said? You've been listening to the '80s yeah. radio station. And it tells me the name, the artist. Culture Club. They have one, like, their biggest fucking song ever. I know. You got to kick yourself in the ass when I tell you what it is. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, So this one, you guys should get this one, but this is my favorite one. What was the best-selling song of 1987 and became an internet sensation known as Rick Rollin' 20 years later. You don't know? Oh, no, I do know. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. I was going to let you answer. I don't know. You don't know? Never going to give you up. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Yes. So, oh, let's tally it up. I Rickrolled one of my friends in the most hipster way recently. I made one of those language tapes for Maybelline, and the last track I put on there was Rick Rollin'. I actually had the link. The whole cassette, and then just (laughs) boom. I had the link to that music video in my uh, IG for a little while. Like, oh, listen to this, and you would click (laughs) it. It was like. Link in bio. Always a Rickroll. So, you guys are five and five. So, now. That's not the worst. I'm going to randomly pick a card from the middle of the deck. Better be the go go's. (laughs) <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think actually there's one from the Go-Go's in there, but this is going to be hard. So this is a multiple choice question one. And Never Too Much by Luther Vandross, how many times does he say too much? Is it 17? Is it 23? Or is it 32? You've got to go with Jabron Lames, 23. 2-3. I don't know. I think that's too many times. You think 23 is too many times? Maybe. Wait, how what's the what's the question? Or what are the options? What are the options? Seventeen? Uh-huh. Twenty-three or thirty-two. Twenty-three is not that many more than seventeen, but thirty-two is way more than twenty-three. Fuck, I guess the middle one is the right? go-to. But yeah, fuck it. Mm, twenty-three. You know what? Hours? I'm gonna be the devil's advocate and just go seventeen. Wait, so do we all get to at that point? Should I just guess? Shit. Should I just guess thirty-two? So the max I can one of us is right. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I guess we have to agree on one, huh? Yeah, let's see, twenty-three. Jordy. Sad to yeah. say, you should. You guys should listen to Topo because uh, he was right. It was seventeen. <sighs> Thanks. So Jeff. thank you guys for playing, but uh, you're gonna go home with an L. Yeah. Damn. So you guys are six, five for six, which is not too bad, and. 
It's because none of the questions came up with the go-go's in it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's one in there with the go-go somewhere. Off air, I'll look through it and I'll figure out yeah, one. 80s. Oof. Yeah. Should have had Bananarama and should have had <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. But thank you guys for doing this interview with me. Uh, go ahead and let San Francisco know where they can listen to your music and follow you. You may listen to our music at hitmeherald.bandcamp.com or on Spotify. If you search the name dot com, hit, <laughs> did I not say dot com? Uh, no, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, or if you just type in the words "hit me, Harold," we are. Um, I still think the only people using that moniker. Um, yeah, I think that's the only place we're housing them. And what's your Instagram? Our Instagram is hit me, Harold. And you have Twitter. Twelve. Yep. Hit me, Harold. Band on Twitter. Right? Yeah, you gotta you gotta tack on the word. Band. And SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, just hit me, Harold. Oh shit, yeah. SoundCloud. I don't think we've uploaded anything to SoundCloud since the earlier day. But whatever. No, yeah. no, we have Jabron names. Oh. On SoundCloud. Really? Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well <laughs> fucking yeah, hit me. SoundCloud's the the way to go. Fucking hit me, Harold. All right. Well thank you gentlemen and I'll see you guys soon. Thank you for having us, Brandon. Well, yeah, thank thanks. you for having me. I'm in your house. <laughs> well, no, this is such a uh, yeah, such a, a nifty setup. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Fucking hit me, Harold. Just fucking hit me. Just your luck. I can't think of a better person. This interview was edited by Steve Francis of Stush Music. Be sure to follow me on all your social media platforms at DJ Katsanova for new music, a playlist every Friday, and shows happening in the Bay Area. Stay cool, cats and kittens. proud member of the bff.fm podcast network learn more at podcast.bff.fm bff.fm best frequencies forever